Are you working? What kind of work do you do? We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. From the makeshift studios in Mullica Hill, New Jersey. It's talking ish with your commish. Week three under wraps. We're moving on. And I'm moving on from something too this week. It's got me struggling a little bit. And I know that some of my boys are out there going through the same struggle. I threw the drool, took the jewel, threw it right in the fucking trash the other day. So I'm now on day two, jewelless. Not smoking the jewel. And I gotta tell you, it fucking sucks. So, like, I used to smoke cigarettes back in the day. I probably smoked for, like, four or five years. And when I quit cigarettes, I, like, never had a problem. Super easy for me to just stop. I just had to be like, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. But I didn't really have any, like, you know, withdrawal or repercussions. I probably smoked, like, three or four cigarettes a day, if that. That's, like, my max. Probably one or two. And I really just like that little, that first drag. Makes you feel good. Keeps you a little bit calm. But the jewel's a whole nother fucking animal. Because what they've basically done is streamline the smoking process so that you never have to be away from smoking. So you just puff on that thing all fucking day. And for me, I would do it at my desk and shit. Just sit there puffing it like every five fucking minutes and that can't be good for you. And I think Jewel gets a little bit of a bad rap with some of the stuff you see out there in the media just saying, like, all vapes are bad and Jewel's, like, the king of vapes so that, of course, they're going to kind of pick on Jewel a little bit. But those people that are dying and getting sick and getting hospitalized with, like, this really quick onset lung disease, that shit is, like, bobo stuff you're buying off the black market. It's like some Somalian dude in a bodega selling you crap. And it's those, it's those poo-poo pods, those ugly-looking pods. Like, that's what they're smoking. Or they're smoking some fucking weird vape or some other weird shit. Like, Juul's not going to do that to you in the immediate. But I'm in no way am I saying is that shit good for you. I mean, as an alternative to smoking, I can't even really argue that it's a better alternative because God knows what those chemicals and all that shit in vapor form can do to your lungs. I don't know. Like, there's no research. I'm sure, like, at some point in the, in the near future, in the next five or ten years, stuff's going to come out about this that's not good. So I had to stop, and I just get rid of it. Out of sight, out of mind. You can't fucking make yourself do it. You just got to power through the suck. And that's what I'm doing right here today. And, like, the, for me, it's really drinking, driving, coffee, and then just, like, sitting at my desk at work, which is, like, the majority of my day. But... With that being said, each moment is a struggle. They say it takes three days for the physical symptoms to wear off, and you got three weeks of just mental abuse because you make these brain connections to cigarettes and other things or jewel and other things, and it's that little rush you get in association with those things that when you don't get it, your brain's all out of whack, and your brain starts being like, wait a minute, something's missing. But that's when you got to be at your strongest. Luckily for me, I'm going to be very distracted, and I've got... I've gone through this before. I quit the jewel before, and I just, like, welcomed it back into my life. Like, I was like, oh, I completely forgot how addicting and fucking disgusting it is. And, I like, my lungs feel heavy right now from just uh, jewel abuse. 
I started to get to a point where I'm just like running around with my dogs and I feel like a shooting pain at my arm and I'm like, holy fuck, wait, which, 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 which arm's the bad arm? Am I having a fucking heart attack? It was horrifying. So no more Juul. And I encourage all of you to quit the Juul. And I know Mark did. I know Dave did. So they're going through the struggle with me right now. Mike, he's already quit the Juul. So just get it out of your life. You don't need it. What good does it do you? That's my PSA for today. I'm not trying to get up on my high horse. I've only not done it for the fucking two days, but let's do this together. What Part of what makes it so hard is that when you're around your friends and they're all ripping jewels, you want to rip a jewel. And, like, that's honestly one of the reasons I got back into it. I mean, I'm a weak person, too, that just gave into it. Um, but I'm like, oh, I'm going to be around everybody. They're going to be ripping jewels. I kind of want to rip the jewel, too. I feel left out. So I fucking went and got one, and now I've been on it for, like, five fucking months now after I quit. So now I got to quit again. And I encourage all of you to do the same. Fuck Jewel. Fuck that shit. You don't know what's in it. Let's go back to smoking pot and just drinking and call it a day. If you need emotional support, I'll be here. We can talk through it. We'll just fuck around, dick around, get your mind off it. Another thing I wanted to talk about, I saw this story and I thought, man, this pisses me off. So I'm sure by now you've probably heard of this kid that was at uh, college game day holding up a sign that said, Bush Light Supply Needs Replenished. And he put his Venmo on there. Carson King 25. So this kid, Carson King, he's like a 24-year-old kid from like Iowa or somewhere like that. He puts up this sign and he ends up getting Venmoed like a million bucks. And he could have taken that and run with it. Like there's nothing saying that he like can't take that money. But he didn't do that. He's like, oh, I'm going to donate it to the Steed Family Children's Hospital on the University of Iowa campus where he goes. And Anheuser-Busch came out and said, hey, we're going to give a donation uh, and give him free beer. For the entire year and they're also going to make a donation to the hospital so they're going to match his donation and the fucking newspaper in the town des moines register decides oh we're going to run a story on this kid it's a feel-good story raised a million dollars with a stupid sign on tv and they do i guess like a basic thing when they do like uh interviews and shit where they do like a background check they check your social media and apparently this kid's social media from back in the day he's 24 years old so they looked up his social media from when he was like fucking 16 and they had a quote unquote racist tweet. Now, instead of fucking just dropping the story, not running a story, they fucking put this kid on blast. And this guy, this reporter, I guess, goes on fucking Twitter and starts posting these tweets. And now uh, this kid looks like a fucking jerk off. Bud Light's uh, cut ties with him, so no more free beer. They're still going to donate to the hospital, which is a good gesture, but... Out of all of this, like, why couldn't you just drop the fucking story and say, oh, we're not going to run a story, but hey, it's kind of fucked up what your tweet said, and uh, and just and not ruin this fucking kid's life. So now he has to come out and apologize and all this other shit, and here's what the fucking tweet said. That's the tweet that they dug up that's just suck, fucking so terrible. Um, someone tweets, fuck the NYPD, to which he retweets and says, too many of these niggas bitch made nowadays don't pardon my french that's just some fucking 16 year old talking like an idiot like he doesn't even know what he's saying and you're gonna say oh he's a fucking racist and all this other shit and make him apologize i just fucking hate that kind of culture why do we live in a world where that's just acceptable to just oh let's find one thing someone said wrong once and put them on blast for it that's a fucking bullshit way to live your life like, imagine if someone could just dig up any moment from your past and just put it all over the internet and make you look like a jerk-off without having any platform or venue to be able to respond. Like, you just got to take it. 
That's fucking bullshit. Things shouldn't work that way. Everybody in life has said something stupid at some point, something they regret, something they that can get taken out of context, something even racist because you're in the comfort of your own home and you can say stupid shit. Like you don't you don't mean those things. We just make light of it. And yeah, it's insensitive, but if you're doing it in the privacy of your own home, it's not that sen- like why do you got to be sensitive? Fuck that. Get over it. You can say whatever you want about white people over there and wherever you are. Like I don't give a shit. It should just be the same way. It's just fucking too sensitive. PC bullshit culture, bunch of fucking soy boy beta cucks. I'll briefly touch on the birds, only because they played tomorrow night, and they looked not great on Sunday in another loss to the Lions, a team that's inferior in every fucking way. And that team basically, like Atlanta, was trying to hand you the game. They were trying to give you the game, but we beat ourselves. Self-inflicted wounds, fumbles, fumbles when no one's even touching you, um, dropped passes left and fucking right. And I get it, you know, the talent's not there right now. You got a lot of guys sidelined, a lot of guys injured. But you got to have something, some kind of fucking plan. And I maybe running the ball didn't work. Maybe that's why Doug went away from the run and just decided, hey, let me pass to all these shitty fucking receivers who can't catch the ball. J.J. Arthegoethead. He can't fucking catch for shit. That's a touchdown there at the end of the game. And I mean, I'm not going to pick on just him because there was drops everywhere. By Pro Bowl players. Just fucking terrible performance by everybody, really, but Carson. I think Carson played his ass off. What more can you ask of this? This kid has, like, the shittiest luck. Nick Foles goes in there and just can sling the ball anywhere he wants. Everybody that he needs as far as weapons are healthy, so he's just slinging the ball over the field. Carson has the worst luck, gets injured with a good team, comes back, and everybody else gets hurt. So now it's just the Carson show, him trying to throw from literally his fucking toenails to make completions this team needs to figure something out get the offense moving a little bit this field goal shit on the first drive of the game and not having a lead at any point in the first half like that shit has to stop we have to figure something out against green bay because here's the thing guys if you go down one and three to start the season so the first quarter of the season's over and you're already halfway to the acceptable mark of wins for a playoff team or I'm sorry, losses for a playoff team, you would have three losses. Six is the threshold to get into the playoffs. You can't have more than six losses in most cases. So you got to fucking figure it out. And you got to get it done against a tough opponent who's playing pretty well and the best quarterback in his own fucking stadium in one of the toughest environments to play. But the good thing is it's fucking early in the year. Lambeau Field's not treacherous right now. You can go in there and steal a game. And maybe this is the moment in the season where we have that that Giants field goal, the 63-yard or whatever it was. This is that moment, maybe. Maybe we get that walk-off win, we ride off, and we feel fucking good. And then we get a couple schlubs come in, and we're back on track. Get some guys healthy, and we're, and we're golden. So we just got to keep hope. You got to win on Thursday. I know they say like every fucking week, oh, it's a must-win game. It's absolutely a must-win game. The NFL's a week-to-week thing. You can't coast, you can't afford to lose this game. Because then you're in a pretty shitty position, and Dallas is playing a lot better than you right now, so you can pretty much, at this point, unless Dallas implodes and starts to come back down to earth, you can count on them winning the division right now. Unless things change dramatically. Dallas is the better football team right now. The quarterback, playing a little bit better, got a little bit more weapons to work with, best running back in football. 
great offensive and defensive line. That team's uh, going to give you a run for their money, your money, anybody's money. So tomorrow night in Lambeau, the birds got to get it done. And I think they can. I got good. I got good feelings about tomorrow. Maybe this is that game we've been waiting to see where Carson just starts to look like that elite player. Or maybe it's not. Maybe he'll just be, uh, you know, another Andy Dalton. Who knows? I hope not. Sure fucking hope not. That would be so depressing. Um, but I got high hopes. Hold your heads up, boys. Um, it's going to be a bright one, I think. Lambeau Field. Here we go. Fuck the cheese heads. Anyway, we had a great week uh, in the Fantasy League. Uh, rivalry week. One of my favorites. One of two rivalry weeks this year where we pit up people that just, they love to play each other. They're competitive with each other. So we're going to get right into it with our new song. Shout out to ML for finding it first. And shout out to Stein for making the effort. Uh, this is uh, your fucking matchups. Let's go. Right. Rivalry week. All right. We had rivals left and right. Zach. Taking on the commission. Fucking raped me. Started off 17 points from Jacksonville's defense. Cruised on from there. Russell Wilson had 52.4 fucking points. Some of which came in garbage time. He threw a meaningless touchdown at the end of the game to just cake on points in a game they still lost. But Zach wins. Kamish loses Saquon for the fucking, basically half the fucking season. Four to eight weeks. Ugh. Your number one pick goes down. It's hard to recover. Zach moves to 2-1. Third overall. The Kamish. Uh, second loss now to an MVP. Now 1-2. Zach over the Kamish. 156.8 to 117.95. Then we had Joe Finstein. Um, the core of Joe's teams just fucking uh, got it done. They rolled. Kamara, Cooper, Thielen, uh, Dak Prescott. Stein's team, another rough week. Now 0-3. Close to paintball contention. Jove sits 3-0. Um, sitting on top of the league right now, Jove. Jove over Stein, 140.1 to 107.7. Then we had the battle for head he, Mark versus Mike. An absolute stinker, but a nail-biter. This was a close one. Mike ousted Mark with a more consistent up-and-down lineup. Mike now 1-2 out of hot water for now. Mark, though, finds himself right in paintball contention. 0-3 with this loss. Mike, for now, is hit he with the win over Mark. 101.65 to 97.9. Guys, I got the song I wanted, but it ended quickly. So guess what? We're going to start it up again. Right, it's the fucking rivalry week, motherfucker! All right, yeah. All right, our next matchup, we had BJ versus Fox. Another explosive performance from Pat the Mahomey. But BJ found a little bit more consistent pop. Four players with a 19-plus point performance. BJ gets the win, moves to 2-1. and one. Now in uh, that last playoff spot, a good spot to be. Fox still remains in first in the Jude division at 2-1. BJ over Fox, 129.35 to 125.2. And in our game of the week, the king of Jetro's been on fire. Enters the game just mowing down people. But Dave is determined. Four 
plus point performances for Dave. Jake put up a fight despite Mike Evans in his 41-point performance with basically all of that coming in the fucking first quarter. Uh, but Dave takes down the Nitrous King, 146.25 to 131.95. Jake moves to second in the Gentile division where Dave sits behind him on his heels right there in third place in the Gentile division. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is your matchups for the week. So congratulations to all of our winners. Uh, really sucks for me watching Saquon go down. I can't ex express how sad I am to see that. You know, he went to the tent earlier with like a concussion type thing. And then he came back. And I'm like, oh, man, that would have really sucked to lose Saquon. And then a few plays later, pfft, out for the game. Nothing. For the rest of the fucking year, pretty much a waste of a pick. And it really helped out the guy who became MVP, but he honestly wouldn't have needed. Uh, he it wouldn't have mattered. I could have had Saquon, and he he still would have whooped my ass with 156.8 points. Zach Marin is your MVP and the proud winner. Five dollars cash money, and Zach has elected to take the commissioner's challenge because Mama didn't raise no bitch. Mama didn't raise no bitch. So Zach's gonna face off against the commish. He says he's a little nervous, but I don't know. You're uh, sitting pretty right now here in the standings, bud. So uh, I think right now you got the better team. You got to ride the hot hand. Hot hand. Here's your week four matchups. We got Mike's Mighty Mooks facing off against the Kamish. The Kamish really looking for a win. And maybe Mike's team is just the right thing to get it done. I still got running backs to play, just not to the caliber of a Saquon Barkley. But hopefully those guys come come to play this week. I really need the win against Mike. Mike really needs the win too, so it should be interesting to see who comes out on top. Then we've got Zach Morant taking on uh, Yosui, Dave. Um, so both coming off big victories, both putting up pretty good points performances, both sitting in contention for that top spot of their divisions. Uh, who's going to get it done? Who's going to get the dub? Very good game this week. Maybe the game of the fucking week right now. Then we got uh, Game of Jones, BJ, taking on the Chennai Head Nonners, led by Steino. Uh, Steino's struggling, really needs the dub, but BJ's pretty hot right now. Up and down, even on his bench, he's got points being put up. See if uh, Stein can get his first win. Then we got uh, Mark, who's going to get absolutely whacked by the King of Jetro, who may bounce back, find his stride again, while Mark continues to sputter. Change your team name, dude. Make it something better. We know your team sucks, but fucking name your team. Uh, and then our final game, final matchup this week, we got Jof, the only undefeated team, taking on the Stinky Farter himself uh, in a battle of the, the tops of each division. That's an exciting one, too. So lots of good shit to w watch this week, boys. You've got uh, Birds on Thursday. Going to kick off your fucking NFL week. Then you got... Uh, fucking great matchups this weekend, and I'm going to Italy, and I'm going to find a way to watch it all. Do they watch football in Italy? I don't know. Maybe they do. They definitely watch the other football, the one that's for faggots, pussies, people that like sucking cock, fucking soccer. Get out of my face with that fucking shit. Put the NFL on the goddamn TV, Giuseppe. Anyway, this podcast is brought to you by Copac Anti-Theft laptop backpacks i gotta i gotta tell you guys if you're going on a trip you don't want to get pickpocketed by some fucking swub out there on the street you gotta get the copac anti-theft backpack the zippers are hidden 
There's no way any motherfucker is cutting this thing off you. This is the most secure backpack you could ever find. You can get it on Amazon, 40, 50 bucks. RFID security safe. So no one's getting into your personal shit. And it's got a little charger for your, like a little USB charger. So you can charge your cell phone or any other electronic. Uh, this thing's going to be great for you in any travel situation. Don't let some fucking drabroni take your shit. Secure your stuff today with the Copac laptop backpack. All right, let's get into your power rankings. But remember, fellas, there's ain't shit to rankings. Unless you've got power! <laughs> Here we go. Number 10. Coming in at number 10, staring down the barrel of a paintball gun. Very, very many times. 0-3, Mark. Team not looking good. Lost his title of head heap to Mike for now. And uh, sorry, brother. Don't want to paintball you. It would probably hurt. Not a lot of fat on you these days. Or maybe that's like good because there's nothing to hurt. How does science work? Check in with your commish. Uh, market 10. Number 9. Coming in at number 9 is our reigning paintball champion, Stein. 0-3. Also not looking good, buddy. Uh, yeah. Don't want to paintball you again. That was pretty tragic this year. Um, you got lit up. Like Christmas, buddy. 0-3 Stein at number 9. Number 8. Coming in at number 8. Getting out of the basement. ML. Michael London. 1-2. and two. Fucking win on his belt. Just as many wins as the commish. But his team is in dire straits. Can he turn the ship around? Is this just the fucking beginning? Mike sits at number 8. Number 7. The wheels are fucking falling off. Our fucking pets' heads are falling off. Saquon Barkley's out for four to fucking six weeks or eight weeks, whatever it is. Oh, the commission's not looking good. One and two, I think I may continue to fall. Just got to do enough to stay out of the paintball race. And who knows? Maybe some magic will happen, and I can turn this thing around. But for now, number seven is your commission. Number six. At number six, two and one, BJ. Last team in right now to the playoff race. But this team is ferocious. He's got plenty of firepower up and down the squad to make a run. But can BJ get it done? This is the year. I don't know. We'll see. BJ at number six. Number five. Number five. A little too much nitrous for this one. Two and one now with the loss to Dave. Jake comes in at number five. It's a slip from uh, where he was. And it doesn't necessarily follow how the thing says in the uh, Yahoo app. But I believe these power rankings because they're a gauge of the power in the league right now. When you win a game, you advance. And right now, despite the fact that Jake has more points for, Dave just put a whooping on him. So Jake falls to five. And uh, we'll see if he can recover. Maybe more nitrous to get himself going. See how that works? I don't. Uh, Jake at five. Number four. Number four is the guy who beat him, Dave. Two and one. <laughs> Impressive win this week. Dave's been battling his ass off. His only fucking blemish is a loss to the commish. Maybe it was just a fluke loss, and maybe Dave is going to skyrocket to the top. But for now, Dave will sit at four with a bright future ahead of him. Number three. 
Number three, also out of order, he sits on top of the Jew division, but not on the top of the power rankings. Zifo, 2-1, and one, lost this week to BJ, who I do agree uh, when we get to it in the Sounders, I think may have Zifo's number. But uh, BJ gets the win against Zifo. Zifo now falls to three in the power rankings. Number two. Number two. Whoop my ass this week, who's our MVP, Zach Barone, at 2-1. and one. I think he's the stronger team in the Jew division. I think he'll prove it out. But don't prove the commission wrong, because that would be embarrassing. We'll see you at the fucking commissioner's challenge this week for the rematch, Mr. Mullen. Number one. Your number one team, 3-0, and undefeated. Momentum out the ace, Jove. Jove came in this year with a fucking mission. To whoop your aces, and he's doing it. Doing it in style. So, Joe, revel in your victories. You're at the top, but two of your victories came against Mark. Don't forget that. But, nonetheless, he puts up the points. And in fantasy football, it matters. So, he walks the walk, he talks the talk. Doesn't matter who he faces. He's still number one. Joe sits on top of the power rankings, which are brought to you by Planet Fitness. Cheap gym memberships for a shitty gym. Planet Fitness, it's like five bucks or something, and then you got to mail in the contract to get out of it. It's a fucking mess, but Planet Fitness for your cheap, shitty fitness. All right, with that, let's hear from you. Good participation again this week. Uh, Sounders will begin with the mayor of Cleveland. So uh, this is the new mayor of Cleveland checking in. Um, Just, you know, over here at the Rock Hall, uh, checking it out, making sure everything's all right. Um, I was, you know... Just here for a couple days, and then I decided to run for mayor, and then they saw it, and they were, like, being so nice. They're just so nice here, and they gave me the mayorship right off the bat. Um, you know, the other day I went to uh, the Cleveland Indians game, and, uh, you know, I, uh, I shouldered this cop, and then, the, and then the cop went flying, and he, he apologized to me, you know? So it was kind of weird. I don't know what this accent is, but it's definitely not Cleveland. <laughs> but uh, Cleveland, man, they love it. They love me here. It's hard to go home after this. Mark, why are you in Cleveland so long? I, like, need to pay more attention to the group chat and stuff. I know you told us, but I don't remember. I'm too high all the time to, you know, put it to register. Um, But, yeah, you're out there in Cleveland doing your thing, man. I respect that. And they're a strange breed out there in the Midwest. They are too nice. I don't trust things that are too nice. Creeps me out. Back to Mark. One one more thing on Cleveland real quick. Every time I pass a lot of uh, panhandlers, which are a lot, actually, going back to Stein Sounder from last week, um, they ask me for some money or whatever, and I'm like, nah. And they're like, oh, okay, so sorry about that. They apologize to me. Why is everyone so fucking nice here? Weird. Yeah, man, that shit creeps me out. Like, people who are too nice, there's uh, you feel like there's an ulterior motive. And I think that's just an East Coast mentality, which is why when we go anywhere but the East Coast, we kind of, like, are perceived as being, like, kind of assholes because we don't have an intrinsic trust for people. We're just like, oh, and what's up with you being so fucking nice? Like, what do you want? You need something? Fuck off. It's just the way we are. Let's go to Zifo. What up, bros? You know what pisses me off? Fucking Dean Blandino looks exactly like Brent Simone. <laughs> it creeps me out. 
piss me off when they show his face and he just fucking tries to, you know, always agree with the refs and the dude looks exactly like Brent Simone. What the fuck? I don't think I look like him like whatsoever. This dude's like Hispanic. Like <laughs> I'm not a Hispanic at all. Dean Blandino. That's a fucking dude. okay. I'll be the referee. He is worthless though. When they go, they're like, "Let's go to Dean Blandino." Well, of course, because I was a uh, long-term ref, I'm not going to disagree with the refs on national television and put my friends on blast. So what they did on the field was the right call. Back to you. Fucking worthless. Get it off my screen. Stein. This week on What Pisses Stein Off, I don't understand people who loudly and obnoxiously leave their phones on speakerphone out in public and they're like having full-blown conversations with people and most of the time in the city it's people that are like using public transportation so it's like you can't even get away from them you're stuck listening to them and then they're like not only just having conversations they're like arguing with them like screaming at the person or whatever and the same goes with the same type of people who play music off their phone loudly like use a fucking pair of headphones man like I don't, I don't understand it. Like you can get a, a cheap over-the-ear, like solid pair of Bluetooth headphones for like forty bucks, not even on Amazon. All right, and if you want like little earbuds, they're even cheaper. I don't understand you. There are people that are like pieces of shit that do this. All right, you're an utter piece of shit if I see you doing this. Uh, that's that's it for this week. Of what pisses sign off. More to come next week. Peace. That is ridiculous, though. Like, I was in CVS the other day, and I'm just trying to get a photo printed. But I was in, like, Pensacola, like, the one near 38, or near the Wawa off at 38. And this fucking, like, woman just walks in. She's, like, on speakerphone just being like, oh, oh, she had a baby? Oh, you ain't telling me she had a baby? How many babies they got? And, like, it's, like, he's responding and he's like, yeah, she got, like, three babies. She got, like, four babies. She had, like, two girls and two other girls. And, like, it's all on speakerphone for everybody to hear. Just this fucking conversation that I just didn't ask for in my life. But that's just, like, the world she lives in. She just doesn't treat anyone around her with any respect. So she just has her conversation right there in the open for anybody to fucking hear. Which I just think is the most rude and ignorant fucking thing you can do. But they don't have culture or class. So you can't blame him. That sounded bad. Anyway, let's go to the McFarter. But in all seriousness, Christian McFarter took his first loss of the season. And to be honest, I'm pretty shook. I've been unbelievably loyal to fucking TJ Hawkinson. Guy gives me 0.6 points. I almost put in Greg Olson, who got me 22 and I ended up losing by four. But uh, Christian McFarter is a little, a little shaken up. I just got a rebound week four. Um, who do I got week four? I think I got um, John's joyous team. What an asshole. He still hasn't changed his fucking team name. I'd rather play fucking Chennai Head Noddle. That's <laughs> a f- John's joyous team. <laughs> That's uh, his protest name, which I respect in full. 
So you're going down this week, McFarlane. He's going to hand it to you on the BJ. I don't know what it is about rivalry week, but I feel like I got Fox's number. I could be wrong, but uh, I feel like I'm right. I don't know. Maybe the last two, two or three, three or four, something like that. And uh, fuck you, Stein. You're fucking going down this week, bro. I fucking hate your team. Don't really like you much. Nah, just kidding. Just fucking playing around, dude. Good luck this week. Hope it's a good battle. I hope I don't lose, but... uh, Yeah, hope it's a good battle. See you out there, pal. I apologize, BJ, but our stats department is down this week. Um, He's just feeling a little under the weather. He's being a big bitch. Um, So, no stats this week. I'll get back to you on that one. We'll dig that up from the archives. And uh, move on. Let's uh, move on to uh, Zach Marone. All right. I want to start out by giving a big congratulations to me for getting the highest point total last week. Good work, bud. Uh, Old Russ came out, did some chest pooping. Call him the fucking Cleveland steamer. He had a third of my team's total points. Couldn't get it done for for his own team, but it got done for my fantasy team. Um, So, yeah. But what I really wanted to talk about was I'm stuck in traffic right now on a bridge, which is a unique situation because you can't fucking go anywhere else. Like there's hundreds of cars behind me, hundreds of cars ahead of me. Probably someone crashed up there, which isn't great, but I got nothing to do but just ride it out. You know, it's not like I can like take a different route, check my maps. Nope, I'm stuck unless I want to drive my car over into the water. Uh, So, yeah, I mean... I don't know. What do you guys think I should do? Let me know in the comment sections below. Drive off the bridge, bro. Just like uh, fucking Inception. And they drive off the bridge and it's like, it takes like half the movie for them to fall into the fucking water. That could be you, bro. Uh, yeah, traffic's a bitch. And especially when you're fucking sitting in uh, bridge traffic. There is nowhere to go. It's claustrophobic. It can make a man insane. It's like being trapped in a tunnel in traffic. Oh, it's terrible. At least with the bridge, you get a little bit of open air. But, uh, yeah, not great. Let's go back to BJ. Yo, did I ever tell you guys a story about uh, when I was in Cancun? And uh, I happened to be there at the same time as some Eagles players were there. Jordan Matthews, Nelson Aguilar. Uh, Chad Lewis, a couple other dudes, ended up playing dodgeball with these guys on the beach. Matthews was on my team. Aguilar was on the other. Kid you not, hit Aguilar like two, three times in the hands with a fucking big red dodgeball, and he fucking dropped it. (laughs) So, yeah. Jordan Matthews pegged some chick in the face. That was pretty funny. Fucking collapsed this chick right on the beach, Cancun. Pretty funny. But, uh, yeah, Aguilar can't catch. I think his mental hiccups are back. I hope not, but uh, Eagles are they're wearing me a little bit. I'm seeing 8-8, eight and eight, maybe 9-7. and seven. I don't know. Don't lose hope, bro. 9-7 and seven, uh, I think is realistic, but I think we can get to 10-6. and six. We'll figure it out. We'll get there on the way. <laughs> I'm fucked up. We need to get closer to the wrap here. But uh, thanks for checking in, BJ. We're going to go back to... Uh, we're going to go to Dave. We're going to go Dave for the first time. Dave. 
Don't you hate it when you're trying to log into a website and it says your username and or password is incorrect? Like, which one is it? It should specify, but imagine now that that's somebody trying to break into your shit. Do you want them to have one more clue? I wouldn't. It's about security, bro. You know what else pisses me off? This daily struggle between do I smoke cigarettes or do I smoke the jewel? I'm fucking, I'm smoking the jewel. Probably, I mean, honestly, probably 300 rips a day. And I feel like I'm dying. I don't know what to do. I need Stein to fucking let me know what I should do. Stein, let me know. You gotta quit, bro. I talked about it. It's bad for you. You gotta get off of it. Join the cause. And you'll have brothers in arms. You got support, bro. Just drop it. We're gonna go to Dave, who's feeling the struggle right now. Oh, Brent. Day three is rough. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh... Stay strong, brother. It ain't over. And it, it's going to get tough. But you got it. That's all you got to remember. There's a light on the other side, motherfucker. Just keep driving towards the light. I'm a little bit upset that I'm not playing Zach Fox this year. Not on the schedule at all. I play every other team. Some teams twice. No Zepho. Hmm. Maybe it's a good thing. Because he's farting his way to numero uno. I think it is a good thing. And I hear a lot of people complaining about the schedule. But guess what? I didn't really put that much time or effort into it. You were here when I did it. All you. I was drunk and you watched me. And you supervised it. But, uh, yeah. You know, it's a shame. Because, like, uh, I should be the one complaining about the schedule. I'm fucking one and two. And the two losses I have are against MVPs. I did it to myself. No one to blame. I cucked myself. Uh, and finally, we're going to wrap up. Uh, Tony Gabagool checking in. Yo, Kamish. Tony Gabagool checking in from the Howard Johnson extended stay on State Road in Feasterville. Dude, I got a crazy story from this weekend. So, it's Sunday. I'm watching a Birds game at my house with my Pop-Pop's casket like I always do. Because before he died... He says to me, hey, Tony. So I says to him, yeah, pop, pop. So then he says to me, hey, Tony, I'm going to die. And I need to watch the birds game in the afterlife. So you keep my casket in your living room. And you watch the birds games with my casket so I can see them from hell. Because you know I'm going to hell, right? <laughs> so anyway, I'm watching the birds game and I'm losing my mind because they suck. They can't catch the ball. They can't hold on to the ball, and I'm losing my goddamn mind. Carson throws the ball to J.J. Asiago Whiteside. He drops the ball again. We lose the game, and I lose my goddamn mind. So, you know what that means. I start hitting nitrous in my own living room with my pop-pop right next to me, dude. So I'm hitting the nitrous, I'm hitting the nitrous, I'm hitting the nitrous. All of a sudden, I'm face down on the floor. I'm in la-la land, dude. I could have been out for a day. I don't even know. But then, I start waking up. I smell smoke. And I says to myself, holy shit, did Angelina or Giuseppe get into my cigs again? Nah, uh-uh. Turns out I was only unconscious for 13 seconds and my cigarette lit the nitrous tank and started a fire. I says to myself, holy shit, I gotta get in. I run, I get the kids, 
I try to escape downstairs out the front door, but it's engulfed in flames. So I go back upstairs. The only way out is through the second-story window, you know? So I look out the window, but there's a black guy standing out there. I think he's trying to rob me, dude. So I said to the guy, yo, you trying to rob me? My house is on fire. He says, no, dude, your house is on fire. Get the fuck out of the house. Throw me your kids, and I'll make sure they're safe. I'll catch them. I don't play for the birds. I'll, I'll catch them. <laughs> so anyway, I start throwing the kids out the window. First, I threw Giovanni. Then I threw Angelo. Then I threw Valentina. Then I threw Francesca. And, you know, Angelina and Giuseppe, they got out on their own because they're 11 years old. They're old enough to smoke cigarettes. They're old enough to escape a house fire on their own. <laughs> so anyway, we all get out safely. My house burns to the ground. But more importantly, my family is safe. I did lose all my nitrous tanks. I'm a little worried. I don't know how I'm going to get more tanks in time for Thursday night football when the birds play the Packers at Lambeau Field. But, you know what, at the end of the day, the birds might have lost, and I might have lost my house and my nitrous, but my family is safe, and I'll sleep well at this Howard Johnson extended stay on State Road in Feasterville, knowing that we're safe. Anyway, Thursday night football, birds, Packers, go birds! Jake, you've outdone yourself, my friend. Solid check in there from Tony Gobble Ghoul. Um It's a shame about his house, and it's nice of that guy to help out. The famous uh, Eagles guy, um, guy who called out Aguilar. Now Aguilar's inviting him to the game. You guys know the story. Um, but yeah, Tony was there. That was his kids, little Giuseppe and Giovanni and whoever the fuck else he just said. Um, that's all I got for you here this week, fellas. I'm going on vacation. Am I, I'm fucking checked out. You know that. Um but I'm going to have a good time in Italy. I'll talk to you from there. Um, we'll figure out a way to communicate. I'm not going to leave you high and dry next week. There's going to be something, something that comes out to just talk about the matchups and let you know how the commission's doing out there in Italy. But for now, we're going to go out with Zach's choice for the outro song. It's the late great Tom Petty. It's been talking ish to your commission. Good luck in week four. We'll see you next week.
Giving its urn, God dog it. Just got uh, cucked. 